Hello guys, today I'm going to read chapter 12 of the Boxcar Children, The Mystery Man. Early the next morning, all the four olden children climbed into Mr. Pond's car. That he had come to take them to Stony Creek. They were going to see the sheriff, Mr. Bates. Mr. Pond was very quiet. He was worried about these nice children. He liked them even though he had only known them for a short time. And he was worried about Aunt Jane too. He had known her for many years. He knew well enough that she had always been cross and hard to get along with. But he was very sorry for her. He didn't want any of them to be upset by these three strange men. They drove they drove up in front of the Croth house in Stony Creek and Mr. Pond stopped the car. Come right in, called Mr. Bates. I'm glad you came. I don't often get so much company. Hello, Bates, said Mr. Pond. These are the Alden children. I had already guessed that, said Mr. Bates. He he took his guests to a small back room and shut the door. They all sat down. Well, what brings you here, said Mr. Bates. Mr. Pond said, we came to see you about police business. There is something going on in the Alden Woods. It looks as if someone has been living in an old hut there. Mr. Bates didn't look surprised. He just waited for Mr. Pond to go on. That isn't all, said Mr. Pond. Three strange men tried to make Miss Jane sell Jane Alden sell her ranch. They told her it was no good. Say, Bates, you act as if you knew something that I don't. What do you really think about all this? Mr. Bates just sat and smiled. Maybe you won't have to worry about those men any longer, he said. And I don't think anyone will be staying in the hut either. But I'll wait and let Mr. Carter tell you all about it. Mr. Carter? Who would that be? asked Benny. He is a very important man, Mr. Bates said, still smiling. He, here he comes now. A car stopped just behind Mr. Pond's. A good-looking young man got out. He was very tall. He had so, soft brown hair. When he stood in the door, Jesse and Violet looked at him with their mouths open. Then they looked at one another. Jesse could hardly talk. Oh, Violet, she whispered, our mystery man. Are you surprised? asked Mr. Carter, laughing. We certainly are, said Benny. We thought you might be a bad man. That is, Henry thought so anyway. Benny, Henry said, blushing. I didn't really think of that, Mr. Carter. I just thought that the police should, I mean, well, you were a stranger and...
That's all right, Henry," said the mystery man, smiling again. "That was a smart thing to think. But if you are not a bad man, who are you?" asked Benny. "Well, I've been working for you, but you didn't know it." "Working for us?" asked Benny. "You don't look like a like a ranch hand." Here, there are many ways to work," Mr. Carter said, "and one of them is looking for a uranium." "Uranium!" Jessie cried. She had finally found her voice again. "Yes," said Mr. Carter. "My job is to look for uranium. I found a field of it right on your ranch. Do you mean that all of that Indian dust is really trans?" Uranium asked Violet. It certainly is, Mr. Carter answered, looking at all the surprised faces around him. But why are, but why were you looking there? Asked Violet. And who are those three tough men? Mr. Carter answered slowly. I work for a man you may have heard of, Mr. Alden of Greenfield. Grandfather! He, they, the children cried. Yes, Mr. Alden hired me to look for uranium for him. There is a lot of of it in this part of the country, but we. But when I found it on your ranch, I also found that someone had been there first. That must be those three men, Henry said. Yes, they were looking for uranium too, but they are not honest. When they found the place, a place that had uranium, they tried to buy the land cheap. They. They didn't tell people that they had found what they had found. That's what they tried to do to us, Violet said. Yes, Mr. Carter went on, but Mr. Bates and I caught up with them. You don't be bothered by them again. Won't be bothered by them again. Are they the ones who stayed in that hut on our on our ranch? Asked Jessie. Yes, but I had an eye on them. They could couldn't have hurt you, Mr. Carter said. Henry spoke slowly. This means that the ranch is worth a lot of money, doesn't it? It certainly does, said Mr. Carter. Wait till I tell Aunt Jane, shouted Benny. Can we tell people? Asked Henry. I suppose so," said Mr. Carter. "It is no longer a secret. I'm afraid your ranch will not be quiet much longer. Your place will be soon full of strangers. Maybe some of them will try to take rocks away from your uranium fields." They looked worried for the first time since they had come in the door. What can we do? Asked Jessie. It would be terrible to upset Aunt Jane when she is getting better. Can you help them, Mr. Pond? Asked Mr. Carter. No, I'm afraid not," said Mr. Pond. "It's too. It is too big 
the job for me. I think the children need a smarter man than I am, and they need someone with someone with enough money to dig a mine. Henry said, "I think I know the very man." The four children shouted together, "Grandfather!" So that was chapter twelve. Bye, guys. See you later. See you later. See you later. See you later. Bye, guys.